Hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive. Uh, with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix. Hi. Hey. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem, is me. So something you know that what, TikTok... Say... <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, I... We, this is not, if you, if you came here for a Swifty podcast, you're not, you're in the wrong place because we are far from that. But what I will say is I, I like that song. I haven't listened to the whole thing. The only reason I've listened to her new album is because of TikTok and every once in a while it goes on shuffle uh, work. Um, the only time that I am a Swifty, the only time is when she comes out with Taylor's version of Speak Now, You Got Me Back, girlies. Is Speak Now the cover where she's like laying and the hair is everywhere? No. Like the, she's like in the, the it's like one? a flowy dress. Oh, yeah. And what's on that? Love Story? Innocent Speak Now. Oh, Grizz just slapped me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on Team Grizz on that. He was like, bitch, shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I I think the only times I stand, I the only times I, I'll, I'll, I'll list just songs that I think are good. Okay. okay. I think Bad Blood is a good song. Yeah. It's a great song. And Kendrick's feature on it is good. A bizarre move for Kendrick Lamar to do that song. But, Not Kendrick um, from um, Reality and Comics too. <laughs> No, Kendrick Tucker did not participate in the collab with Taylor Swift, contrary to <laughs> belief. But um, yeah, I, I would say Bad Blood's good. I I do. There's a basic white girl deep down inside of me that does love Out of the Woods. Mm, that's a twist. Well, it came out during a time when I was like first teaching cycling, and there was just a lot of remixes of Out of the Woods sure. that I was used and um. And then, you know, I, I, there's like a weird deep cut that I really love that every time I say this, Swifties are like, oh, the taste jumped out. Like when I say it, but Dancing With Her Hands Tied, do you know that song? No. It's good. Is it's that the one about good. Carly Kloss? Yeah. Great. Well, supposedly, but it may just be about how she's dancing with her hands tied because or into she BDSM. wants to be a Republican, but can't be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking ha- of, midterm re- elections kind of kind Slay. of went off. <laughs> it kind of popped off. I saw this thing that it was like um, the red wave was like someone's period um, spotting in mid-month, which yes. actually happened to me, and which was crazy. It was like the, the full moon, the elections, this time change really fucked my brain up a little bit for a couple of days, and then I had like spotting period. Your, your body said, mama, want a red wave, mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, you're from Texas. Here's a little bit of like red well, wave for you. <laughs> Texas, you know. Oh, they flopped. We weren't, we weren't expecting anything different, so. No, Beto. It's hard. You know, the thing with Beto is he's just always losing. And it's hard to like, and it's not his fault. He's, but it's he's not doing motivating. The- like, Stacey Abrams, like, is so motivating mm-hmm. and she hasn't won. Motivational. She, yes. And she's incredibly motivational. And that's what it's like. There's a difference between 
losing and being like, oh, shucks. And then just signing out for two years and trying again, where Stacey Abrams mm-hmm. is like actually trying to change how people but, vote. He does shit. It's not yeah, like he's of not course. doing shit out here. In, he's in not the go, escaping to Cancun. When the- he's trying to save us, you know, but I know it's just funny when you think about that. You're like, he's always losing, you know, but we yeah i mean i love an underdog story so <laughs> and hot he's hot too yeah he's a hot, hot underdog well he should this is not a political podcast but all i'll say is he should never have run for president in no. 2020. that was his no, best or thing. not in 2016. was it 2016. no no it was 2020 2020. It was 2020. yeah what's today what's, what's this year <laughs> um somehow the year is almost over so we don't have to get into that i'm but... o- i'm okay with that though um but a couple things before we talk bravo because we so we were off last week um we've had a lot of life shit going on good life shit we've just been really busy so that's why the the scheduling has been a little hectic but hopefully we'll be back in the swing of things here uh for the rest of the year so i hope everyone enjoyed our scary island episode last week for halloween uh it was a fabulous time and uh a couple things happened while we were gone. First of all, Kix had a birthday. It's me. Hi. <laughs> I'm the birthday girl. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Kix. Thank I know you. that everyone loves you very, very much. Um, the last year in my 20s, I'm going to do it big. Yeah, it's going to be a great year. No, I'm really excited. Yeah. We went to the polo bar, <gasps> which was fun. It was so fun. We saw nobody except a lot of no white people in a basement. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny when you do things like that, like go to like a really nice restaurant. You like <laughs> at some point I was sitting there. I was like, I'm worried at this point I'm going to run into like Jared Kushner or someone yeah. like really close. Ivanka probably yeah. is frequents there. Right. Or t- Tiffany Trump, which oh. um <laughs> I bring up because Kix texted our one of our group threads that Tiffany <laughs> Tiffany Tiffany Trump you know she just is like if if there if you look up a runt of a, of a, of a litter in the dictionary and you just find whoa she is she's just so she's forgotten a- by her entire family and it would only be Tiffany Trump that has a wedding in Mar-a-Lago the weekend of like a cat for hurricane. She get, she is like if you Google, what is a flop? Mm-hmm. It's her, and but like there's also a level of comedy to her that she doesn't understand, and she yeah, won't like get. She, like no, the, she'll never get it. She she gives like a character like Rachel Rachel Dratch would play, or like or <laughs> yeah. you know what's the woman in Search Party that like goes missing? <laughs> that character. Yes. <laughs> Chantal, 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 Chantal. Chantal. <laughs> oh my God! He is the, Chantal for life. The um. She don't look. She don't look like The whole speech she gave in 2018, 19 about um, LGBT. LGBT. Um, <laughs> I could. I could literally watch it again. It's hilarious. No, it's so funny. And I hope that all of the gays show up to her wedding in the hurricane. <laughs> And she's it's giving, a billionaire, which it's of giving Fire I mean, Island and COVID energy, honestly. 
yeah that but also yeah i don't know like i feel like what's gonna happen is she's gonna like still go through with the wedding but like no one's gonna come and trump's gonna be like in a bunker somewhere while she's like standing like in the hundred hour winds like on a on like a bridge in mar-a-lago snl is writing a skit about it i'm sure they have to be they have to be they have to be um but what I was going to say, oh, another thing that happened while we were con is, you know, he will never listen to this, but Donald my partner, Trump? Brian. Oh, what? <laughs> I said Who Donald Trump. <laughs> well, I hope he never finds this. So. Could you fucking imagine if he was like big, like five out of five stars? What Have you seen that? What's the meme of the woman like slowly pulling the like head, the, the like overhead, um, like headphones know. off of her ears and she's like upset? Oh, oh, yes, yes, He's yes. Like, oh, God, what is this? I, I would pray that that's him. No, my partner, Brian, um, it is officially announced in this world and it has premiered. He is one of the stars of Holiday Wars on the Food Network. So please go check that out. Support him. Um, he His team, their team name is Rebels Without a Clause, uh, you know, like San, Santa Claus. Who? What? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Um, so go support the show's great it's so fun and uh, I won't spoil anything but great first couple episodes and uh, I can't keep a secret so he has not told me how far he goes so I have a theory he wins at this point after winning the first well I just I just revealed that <laughs> spoilers he his team wins one of the first episodes and you as a true reality competition, like I have an encyclopedic knowledge of reality competition. Like there's very few reality competition shows that I have not ventured into. And uh, usually if you win early, you're going at least to like, you know, you get third or top chef. Or like it's 50% of the top chef winners have won the first challenge. I made Drag that number percentage up, too. but it's quite high. Drag um, race, project runway. It all, it, it always happens that way. They're so. giving him a very hilarious edit. Um, so please go please watch. watch it. Yes. And also make sure to follow Brighttown Bakes on Instagram. That is his baking account. He is about to post what he's doing for the holidays. And it's insane what he's made. I saw him making it today. He, the, it's, he is an incredible baker. Like mm-hmm. so fucking good. His stuff and is delicious. He, this is just a passion project that he made during the pandemic. I mean, he always liked to bake, but like he just started doing it and you know, it all just kind of happened and we're, we're here. And so uh, we're all so, 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 so proud of him. So go follow him. Give him all the love because he's the best. Indeed. Yeah. Um, now, a couple other things. What have you been watching anything else besides Bravo? Like since, you know, we've oh touched base. I'm so glad you asked me. Um, I've been watching. OK, I'm going to start with easy and then go to fun. I've been watching this. There's a competition show. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Something. Start with easy and then go to fun. <laughs> Are we in kindergarten? Like <laughs> I've been at like at we a leadership off. Our- I've been <laughs> offsite with my the leadership team all day today, so I'm like in a business head space. But um... <laughs> I'm just picturing like rate this from a scale of easy to fun. Um, What's in the middle of that? Boring. I Salt Lake City. <laughs> That is not boring to me. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. But really quickly, there's this fun um, cocktail making show on Netflix that is just a nice mm-hmm. little like evening watch if you need something to wind down. Um, I'm having fun with, with drink, that. Drink Masters? Drink right? Masters, yes. Drink um, masters. I am 
I've watched that. I liked it. Fuck. I mean, I haven't finished yeah. it. I'm only like Same. maybe five episodes in. Yeah, it's like a just a nice like chill show. The mood, the it's like the moods moody. Well, the only thing for me about it though is I something I realized in my old age is I don't like cocktails. <laughs> like I don't like you know what I mean. Like I disagree with you. I love like a, no, you do. You totally yeah. do. But I, it's for me, it's like I'm drinking wine, a, a martini, or like maybe whiskey. it's because I'm younger. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, you just probably are you're just e- easier than me. Yeah, but it is fun. It's a fun show. The first episode, someone does make something that could kill the judges. Literally, <laughs> could kill yeah. them. Um, so tune in. But I am finally watching House of the Dragon, which I didn't realize House of the Dragon feels less exciting than House of Dragons. Anyways. Yeah, it's, it is House of the Dragon. Yeah. Loving. I just got to the like adult version of the um, princess and queen. Oh, you you just got there. Mm-hmm. Oh, things get. That's where. I mean, it was good up until that point, but you don't know what's about. It gets so much better. It's excellent. There's, there's more twists and turns. The show is better than Game of Thrones. Like yeah. I, I don't know. It, it it just is so much better actually because but I think I the would biggest say struggle with Game of Thrones was that. I was always on my phone trying to look up like, okay, Character wait, map. who the fuck is mm-hmm. Lord and Lady mm-hmm. of Riverdale? Patricia <laughs> of, <laughs> of, of Yorktown. <laughs> I'm like, Mountaindale, what's that? Um, I would say though, Game of Thrones, like this show obviously could not exist without Game of Thrones show because out of context... Like, if this was the first Game of Thrones... I disagree, actually. If, I don't know. If this was the first Game of Thrones we got, it would be kind of like... I don't think it would be as, like, exciting to people because they're not in the world yet. I think the only thing that... I think the only thing that land, that would be weird is how casually they just have dragons. Like, we're used to that. Right. Yeah, I, but, I have one, too. Right. They're like, oh, my dragon over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, that is still a little shocking, though, because in Game of Thrones, there's only three that exist in the mm-hmm. world. Um, no, it's excellent. So that's it. I feel it's like this weird season of like technically. Got, I, a, I can't believe when you're not. Wa- I can't believe you're not watching Love Is Blind. Okay, something about me is that when someone tells me to watch something so often, I often will not watch it, and it's, it's not because, because I don't it's want so to. Dumb. No, in case I'm just saying, it's it's not that exciting. No, like I it, know. It, that's why it's the perfect show for you. It's just it's truly not that riveting. Like it's like me, the drama is so basic, and also the whole season takes place literally in Las Colinas. <laughs> I didn't know it was in Dallas. Yes, do you not remember? Boots on the ground. Your friend was like they're casting in Dallas. Mm, she was in the Chicago one. No, I thought. Um, I thought Michael said something about mm-hmm. Dallas. No, Michael's friend was in the Chicago Love Is Blind. Anyways, oh, I, 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 I don't know. Well, the so it's, it takes place in Dallas, and there's this one. <laughs> I mean, so uh, Nora and I will be releasing an episode about Love Is Blind, so we'll dive more into this. But one quick thing is, they go on a gondola ride. Where on a date in, in Dallas? Las Colinas, that little so, tiny river. <laughs> <laughs> So by river, the, I mean for circle. The naked eye, you're like, that's cute. And then for those that actually know where they are, you're like, 
where the fuck are they going on a gondola ride? They're literally going on a gondola through the rivers of like corporate buildings in Las Colinas, which is this like <laughs> this like outskirts everybody of took Dallas their town. Everybody took their senior photos there. It looks like something from a post-apocalyptic world. Like mm-hmm. oddly, it exists, but you're like, where is everybody? Yeah, you're like, why? Why are all these buildings vacant? And why are like why are but they're so tall and nothing's out of business. But where is everybody? But then you go into one of the big buildings and you're like, I'm going to suite 105, but then all the other well, suites are vacant. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. The CIA does have a corp- like an office in Las Colinas. In Las Colinas? Yeah. Well, how, how do you know that? Oh, we'll talk later. <laughs> what do you mean? You just revealed that you, you just revealed their location. You're already... No, it's really... It's like... On your forehead. <laughs> Coming from my neighbor's bathroom, I can see into. Um, no, there's a friend that has like a friend. Oh, of a I, friend. Know, yeah, I, yeah, know, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So Love Is Mine is good. Also, <laughs> you should watch The Mole on Netflix. Okay, so I yes, I started the um, first episode. There's a person in it that's uh, one of my like I, I follow them on TikTok. Um, they're very hilarious. But um, really, yeah. Which one? He. It has like curly, short, curly hair. I can't remember his name. What's something about? Okay, now that we bring up TikTok, something that I always get pissed about is I can never remember these, these fucking people's names that I follow on TikTok. Anyways, we'll post it. We, we will. I'll post. I'll post them <laughs> post when what? I find them. Oh, post what though? I don't know their name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post it. <laughs> Um, the mole's good though. I mean, did you ever watch? Did you watch Celebrity Mole when you were kids? Mm-mm. Mm, it was good with Anderson Cooper, Kathy Griffin. That's how they became friends, which they are no longer friends. But party, party. Um, <laughs> what else is good that I'm? That that's about it. Anderson, and then and then and then Bravo. Much. I'm gonna start The Crown, which I'm excited about. Mm. No. Mm-mm. A little too serious. I mean, House of Dragons is serious. Yeah, but at least there's like sex. It's kind of the same thing, just no dragons in the crown. Exactly. Yeah. I like fantasy. I like to. Sure. Have fun. Okay. Well, speaking <laughs> of fun, we got a lot to catch up on in the Bravo universe. So we are going to talk about um, Potomac, Salt Lake City, and Family Karma. Um, I think we're going to try and talk about Family Karma on a regular mm-hmm. basis. It's a great show. It was. It is so. <laughs> fun it's hel- and just like serotonin it really is serotonin all the time <laughs> i would say in ha- in bravo universe it was a, like for me it was a 10 out of a 10 10 out of 10 week oh across the board yeah mm, yes and no i felt like salt lake city was so good last week because it was a full mad libs like it was like choir auditions um like royalty free music <laughs> like just like so many just um empty parking lots like just like random shit that i really sure. you know i miss be- being on mic for that but um yeah, yeah potomac was... and family Car- I, I i agree there's a lot there's a lot of good stuff going on i should say um so family karma starts with the wedding literally of the century because it's taken them is the century 10 years no, <laughs> what's the 10 year version a cent oh 
A century um, is 10. No, a century is 100. Alexa, how many years is a century? Dumb bitch. <laughs> Ask Alexa next. Am I the dumbest in all Alexa, the land? Alexa, am I the dumbest in all the land? <laughs> That's nice. Kicks. I'm gonna just break down something. What did she say? <laughs> what did she say? Alexa off. <laughs> Don't. We can't record a podcast that you saying Alexa in it because people's Alexas are gonna start going oh. off. <laughs> <laughs> She told no. me she was having a good day, which is fucking weird. So that is really weird. <laughs> so just an update century. Like, you know why? You know how things are in cents? Which is 10 and ones and tens and hundreds. No, because a hundred cents is a dollar. But what a does that have to do with a fucking century? It's one cent of a hundred. A century is 100 of something. Okay. So what the fuck is 10? 10 years no a there's a there's a phrase like a, a decade a decade oh my god <laughs> oh shit alexa told me i was smart you gotta stop saying <laughs> the wedding of the century sure which is 100 years but sure the the this is not how i would want to do a wedding and okay i'm taking i'm taking the I, i'm not saying like i i i love the cultural aspect of it like the multiple day things the events and the merging of families and all the different ceremonies i think that's beautiful i just mean the like extraness of like we're traveling we're going to a mezcal uh brunch and then we're going to a circus and then we're going to a this and then we're going to a that and then i'm like I when when am I gonna watch Love Is Blind in the hotel room like under the covers? It's like, a I lot some, of extroversion activity that feels like. Don't you just want to like have a moment, be alone? Like when I was watching this episode, I'm like, <laughs> it's. Do you want to? I also have never been to an Indian wedding. I would love to. Mm -hmm. They look a fucking blast. Yeah, I want to go. Yeah. Um, there's moments in this episode that I was like, holy shit. When do you just get to be alone? <laughs> right. You you don't. Right. I also think that there's a, I don't know. I mean, we, we should really talk to people that have more insight it's, on, yeah, on of this world. But like, I think there's also like a, that is a part of their community that is really important to them is, is not being alone. Like they're like always with their, you're, you're living with your parents. Your parents mm -hmm. are living with you. You're, you're entrenched in your family's business because it's like, it's more a that culture. is yeah. your your culture is is the people around you and you want to keep that you know like Which like very think, like yeah western like um, america not because even europe like they do that too like they live with their family for yeah ever. i don't i think we have just kind of a different set of customs that are a little more boring and <laughs> and isolating than yeah. other people's are but um i but I don't want to live in Fort Lauderdale. So much. So, what'd you say? I don't want to live in Fort Lauderdale. If that's Fort Lauderdale is kind of fun. Work. It's 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 very blue, and uh, it's it's fun. Is it? I would think it's much better than Miami. I like it much better oh, than Miami. Okay. You would like it. I would never say move there. I mean, it's Florida. <laughs> God, <laughs> can't go there. But especially in the Lord's year of twenty twenty two. Yeah, don't say gay, baby. Um, but 
the thing so here's my big issue with family karma and it's actually not an issue with the the people on the program it's an issue with bravo why the fuck did we we essentially missed a season Mm -hmm. because we missed a whole we missed the um whole engagement we missed like preparing for a wedding we missed the fallout with um with uh anisha like we missed all of that we're just like jumping in it it's feeling a little like and just like that like we're just jumping into like new stories you know it is bizarre because there's so much that happens and they're also so close it's like the some of the few in far between reality TV shows when they're all actually friends and family. Like, none of it's made up. And Mm -hmm. so, like, when Anisha, like, falls off and moves to fucking Arizona without telling anybody, that's a storyline that I wanted, like, to see. But I'm sure it'll play out. But, like, yeah. I don't know. There's so much with Vishal and his now wife. What's her name? I can't remember. Oh, what is her name? I keep forgetting. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. There's so many people on the show that I, yeah. I forget. We also, once again, it's been like year. It's been like two years since you were with these people. And we have all of their moms and therefore aunts, and it's just such a joy. But what I texted Tom when I was watching it, I was like, we have to mention that every single Chiron has their age at the end of it. <laughs> Risha, 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 Risha. Risha, yeah. yeah. Like, Bali, who is, like, friends with the um, son's well, daughters. she's older. She's, like, the bridge. Yeah, she's, like, the bridge between the aunts and moms and, like, the, like, core cast because she's, like, 47, but she literally could be my age. She's so fucking young-looking. I don't know. I just love them. I'm just. I I fully think Brian is a one of the great physical comedians of our time. Hilarious. (laughs) I'm not kidding. He's always like getting. He's always tripping or like finding himself in a in a on a a whoopsie situation. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh no, it's me again, Brian. (laughs) Who denies that clothes aren't here? Like, he just, he is, like, he literally is a physical comedian. He's always getting in hijinks. Like, and he's hot. Like, he's, obje- he's like, he's so fucking so hot. hot. <laughs> well, and here's here's another thing is I find Vishal to be one of the darker characters on reality television. And we're jumping in to this, like, wedding where mm-hmm. it's, like, so exciting, right? But, like, and it's a happy moment. And I'm not wishing, I, I think they're all great people. I just mm-hmm. mean, like, we went through some real weird stuff with that him. We all just like, and, like skipped there's over. There's a lot of like, there's, uh, and I'm going to say allegedly before I say what I'm about to say, but in the first two seasons, there was a lot of kind of like hint, hint, nudge, nudge at like drug use and like just kind of like his party. You know, they're always talking about like partying mm-hmm. and like, his like insane partying like lifestyle. They I, talk about I, it. I, this whole episode was about how much he was fucking drinking. Yeah, I uh, mean the drinking is the thing with the drinking is it's like well you're in Mexico at an all inclusive. I understand wanting to like go all yeah, in. Yeah, and it's your like, wedding. Yeah. At the same time, like let's not be like blackout for the wedding day. 
And he could have snapped his neck on that on that DJ. That girl. fall was crazy. Was so looked so fucking painful. And they kept yeah. showing it over and over and over again. I know you love a good like fall hijink. No, it's that like... wasn't a fun fall for me. I, <laughs> I like fall. Like if Brian had fallen, I would have laughed. <laughs> oh, he's, he's not funny. your partner. No, you not my Brian. partner. Brian, Brian on Family Karma. Yes. <laughs> um, but I also forgot about Monica's gay ass dad. <laughs> <laughs> And the way, it's like, you can't write this shit. They're like, guess what? Guess who's really good at dancing? Monica's gay ass dad. <laughs> they're like, they're like, we're doing a flash mob and guess who's leading the, <laughs> who's leading the force in the flash mob? I, Monica's gay ass dad. Do, okay, do we ever <laughs> talk about her, like, mom? I never remember if, what the situation I was. I don't remember. I think mom is uh not in the picture i don't, I don't know what where but i not, feel like they talked about it season one about i think they're something. like divorced yeah. maybe i don't think yeah. she's r.i.p but i just think she's like not a part of their life yeah about her sleeping her sharing a room with her dad and not her boyfriend well i don't think they like i don't think they like live together so i think it, they were probably doing it out of like uh respect i don't know you don't think they fuck I don't know. Out of everybody, she seems the most like. I I find her deeply annoying. I know you don't like her. I do. <laughs> she just feels so phony to me. And she's and her boyfriend is hot as fuck. Hot. I Did wish you see there the was review of him cheating. No. Oh yeah. fuck. Okay. Part of me hopes though. this is my my dream. I know this is going to be your nightmare. I hope that this man that Monica is with don't know his name. Can't remember. But I hope that he cheats on <laughs> What? Not you like that. that? <laughs> <laughs> it just came out of my mouth. I mean, I hope that they aren't together because I think her and Brian, like, will they, won't they? It's such a fun story. No, Brian needs another... Brian needs a mom. <laughs> I think Brian needs a mom. That woman, that no, new like a woman mom, like a milk, not his eat? mother. His mother is incredible. I oh, his, his mother's mom. incredible. I don't think he has mommy issues. I just think he needs a mom because he loves his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he needs another mom. <laughs> you can never have enough moms. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think we're seeing the writing on the wall of Cougar Town for him. I'm here for it, but the, and I'm also here for this woman that's gonna be a cast member who's she seems full she's of drama. Kooky. She's she's kind of spooky, kooky, ooky, she, spooky. <laughs> she there's something crazy. Not off. I can't wait. She's, she's not all the she's not all there. You know, I I am feeling frustrated though at Anisha because like. She has always been my favorite on the show. And she's so like, like, who are you? Who is it? Like, you're dating someone so important that they you can't be even be mentioned on this television program. And then when they did show the picture of him and like um, covered his face, it looked like a mugshot. Yeah, I know. I thought that. I was like, what is this photo? Like, not a photo of them two together. And they like 
blank out his face. It was just like a passport level photo that was so bizarre. <laughs> well, I do think deep down she wanted to marry Michelle. Really? I think there's a part of her, like, you know, there are times in life where you subconsciously, like, where you subconsciously remove yourself from situations or cut people off or things like that because they're upset. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yes, yes. Like, I'm not probably wording it the right way, but there's something there about what are the chance, what are the chances where Anisha who talked all season one and two about how she never is dating and never finds any, you know, she's always, she was always talking about wanting a husband and all that. And Vishal finally, gets engaged to Risha and they like finally do the whole thing. What are the chances that during that is when she falls in love and finds someone? And Not then that crazy also- because Vishal and Risha were, will they, won't they for literally 10 years, no, a century, if you will. I think it is crazy. I think it's intention. I think there's like a subconscious intention behind like wanting to prove that she too can be married and find love. But and- I don't know if that has anything to do with Vishal. They were, they were best friends. And I know, talking. but I'm just saying, it's like... He said, the he, said on of... Reference Live, he said on Watch Reference Live, he is still to this day not met the man. Oh, and they're really? married. No. Yes. I just thought they were engaged. Oh, maybe they're engaged. Wait, who's the other person that gets married? Amber. Oh, Amrick gets married. Yeah. Is there another one? No. Oh. Um, Anyways, if you guys aren't watching, long story long... You have to fucking watch it. It's so good. It's great. And there's just so many characters and it's funny. And, and the moms are hilarious. I love uh, uh, Risha's drama. mom. Yes. Mom Risha's mom drama. who was like, I'm not going to do the flash mom. I'm going to do my own number. Sir. Woman after my own heart. <laughs> she's like, she's like the queen of like, I'm not here for group projects. I'll just do it on my own. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what she is. Um, so it was great. Uh, let's walk over to Potomac because I want to end on Salt Lake. Cause there's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. But um, I, you know, <laughs> Kix has been deeply Wendy Hive forever. Forever. I've, she's been on our show for three years. I'm just saying since she's been on, you've always been diehard her. And no, I've yeah. always been hesitant. Yeah. And I just want to check back in because I couldn't <laughs> be more anti her. <laughs> Oh, shit. She is not winning. She's not Zen. She's not Zen when I think that um, I still don't hate her. Like, even though I'm like, I'm sorry, Candace is the protagonist of oh, this whole thing. Oh, my God. If I've done a 180 on anybody, it is Candace. I couldn't have standed her any less than I did for like her like first couple seasons. I loved her last season love 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 her this season mm-hmm. i'm like she's a person that i like actively root for like yeah she's constantly winning. Genu- i'm sorry i genuinely believe it i i think that on bitch sesh they were saying this or I, I think it was there that i heard this but that they were like never on housewives has a house husband everyone been like no it's it's not chris like he's fine right like, like, usually everyone's like, another one bites the dust. Yeah. But everyone's like, no, it's not Chris. But it, it that has is. to do with Candace to me. Like, that's, and it's yeah, like, I Candace agree because doesn't put doesn't, up with shit. No fucking w- If she was with a Michael Darby-like little fucker, he would have been dead. 
<laughs> oh my god and what i will say is i am was so excited for candace and um ashley to be friends and no, then sure. swiftly reminded that Ashley kind of sucks. <laughs> well, the thing is, Ashley, I, I actually, I actually like Ashley because I think she knows how to play the game. But the thing with Ashley is, is that she is, I think she is a master manipulator because I do think that she, how do I say it? There's something transactional about her relationship mm -hmm. with Michael to me that I think she navigates yeah. life in a bit transactional ways. Sure. Like she knows what she knows what she's getting out of relationships. And she's talking to Candace because she wants, you know, X, Y, and Z out of that relationship. And then she will turn on her. And She'll turn on everyone. And swiftly. But I don't think she hates anyone. That's the thing that I like about her. I think she's just yeah. trying to like be an honest the Kyle Richards human. of it all. <laughs> I don't know about that, because Kyle is dishonest. <laughs> well, not dishonest, <laughs> but Kyle is not very, like, in tune with, like, what's right or wrong. But I guess sure. she isn't either. Yeah, she was, she's not. She is with a pedophile. Um, well, not a pedophile, <laughs> allegedly. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> a bad person, I should say. But, <laughs> you know, Michael, I just, it's just I feel like she just navigates life transactionally, I guess is my, my end point on on her yeah what i will say about the mike speaking of Gollum himself i think that what feels so authentic unfortunately about this whole situation is with ashley and michael is that michael is not on camera at all there's like and it feels like there it's not a storyline it's not a whatever xyz i think that if it was he would be on camera i know that's not like up for debate no one's talking about that because it's true but i just think it's interesting that like we're not seeing him at all for how often he was shown on the past seasons like i don't know i think just he's done observation. i think he doesn't want yeah. to be on the show anymore yeah i mean he's yeah. a bad person and these women deserve to drag him for it so oh absolutely <laughs> and did you see the preview for next week or did you see like the clip that was going around of next week's episode what or this was week's it episode? So Ashley says the stuff about got a DM from someone about what's his face blah, mm -hmm. blah, 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 about Chris. And then Candace is like, well, if we're going to talk about DMs, like I had a guy literally call me and tell me that like Michael used to go suck his dick like every every Tuesday afternoon for a long time. So like, what do you want to do now? <laughs> <laughs> and then Karen turns to Mia and goes, that's something we do not do is suck dick. We don't do that. Like, we don't let our husbands... She's like, we don't let our husbands suck dick. Great. <laughs> oh, no, I missed that. But no, Jesus. yeah, it's... it's in, I mean, it, that I, spoiler, I mean, that's the beginning of next episode, but... I will say uh, at this... Um, but, but I want to go back to Wendy, though. Okay. Because, well, that's what I was about to say. Right, so this burn whatever... Is it's essentially, like, what are like we doing? everybody come and sit around a table and tell me how much you love me and then tell me something you don't like about me. She set herself up for true, utter disaster. But that's why I don't like her, because yeah. she's... she's she Giselle is better. Giselle is a monster, but Giselle is better at just, like, being like, we're at a TikTok, <laughs> we're at, like, a learn a TikTok dance party, and I am going to bring up how your husband has been um, creeping me out. 
in my hotel room. Like she, but then Wendy is like, let's have a party where we all look at each other and say what we don't like. Like what's it's like just a little too on the nose. Yeah. And what's crazy to me is that she had a burn party and didn't even talk about her fucking candles. Like why not, why not God, throw in a little that. like product promotion like why in not, there? Yeah. The three wicks lit on the table. Yes. Like what are we doing? You're going to drag all these women out to a barn which we all know what happened last time as candace <laughs> rightfully said mm-hmm. at a winery and then call it a burn party but not talk about your business where you burn candles it's just like not a, it's like not a housewife move like but she's working she's she's constantly are you writing down something what's happening no i'm just fidgeting oh, oh, oh it looks like you were taking notes on like what i'm saying or something no i'm literally just <laughs> fidgeting um no she she has too much going on uh, and i will and also something that happened on bitch sesh that i was listening to this week which i literally said this and I, danielle and i are in the same wavelength is i heard her tagline the same way danielle schneider did which was i have a lot going on but and i have no time for me or whatever <laughs> whatever it is i really thought she said i have no time for me in that tagline and unfortunately that is what's happening yeah and eddie is reminding her but she ain't listening. No time to for it. Eddie. Eddie's like you have barely. He was like, I think it was last episode, when he was like, you literally. All last year, we're complaining about how you have no time with this new business with your candles, and now you want to get into the restaurant business, which is the craziest business. The probably. restaurant tour. <laughs> Peter Donovan. Isn't he like in fucking debt and owes? taxes and well, shit? I don't I don't know about it anymore but I know that no 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 he never had like he never had like IRS shit he oh. just like had to keep closing his restaurants because they weren't making money and he, had to, like, borrow, he, inve- he borrowed money from Cynthia constantly to open the restaurants Jesus Jesus um, he's hot though Peter Thomas I kind of think he's hot what the fuck <laughs> what are you into <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you clearly have not watched Atlanta then. I have watched Atlanta. You've and watched I think all he, the Peter Thomas seasons? I think he's hot in it. Of him being an absolute nightmare. Of him being an absolute nightmare. Two things can be true. You often say it. But <laughs> part of me thinks that doesn't apply to attractiveness. Like, it's not like <laughs> Harvey Weinstein's hot <gasps> and a bad guy. <laughs> that is the ugliest man alive. I'm saying people do bad shit and like that immediately brings their hotness down. I mean, on paper, Harvey is, was born ugly. So he had to overcome <laughs> his ugly behavior, but I'm saying like, um, what? Oh my God. I don't mean to joke about that. that. That's dark, but I'm just saying like, Peter is not, not cute. Anyways. And his, and his behavior doesn't make him hotter. I think that's Correct. my point. Um, (laughs) I just what I do love what we always say about Potomac and I felt like it was a common thread through this week was just like these are the housewife like antics we love we love a fight about nothing I mean this is Mm -hmm. a little bit uh, about something serious but I don't know just having a party and the you hauled like 10 women out to 
they drove like hours to get to this bar barn mm-hmm. and just shit on you hilarious <laughs> well something um giselle posted not not giselle from the show cell of who asked me pod um, <laughs> honestly thank she, you for clarifying because i didn't understand I'm she serious. posted on instagram she, and i hadn't thought about this either but let's not forget candace and giselle are on girls trip together after filming this season. <laughs> Additionally, Whitney and Heather are also on Girls Brutal. Trip together after filming their own season. So what sick fantasy did Bravo have in mind when they castled these women? Frenemies? I don't know. Initially, yeah, I Alexia, thought it was... Initially, Alexia and Marisol are not yeah. frenemies. I think the theme is fan favorite, and I think they probably cast it bef- um, too soon. <laughs> you think... I don't think Candace is a fan. I mean, I love Candace, but I don't think she's a fan favorite. I don't know, but what's the common theme? I don't know. What I do want to say, sorry, we keep talking about Potomac, but I want to say that I'm pissed at Robin. I think that... Um, For what? Which part? I just... She's bothering me. She's, like, not as lighthearted as she you was. You want her to go back to sleep. I just think I don't I just think that like she's doing a little bit too much with like the housewives of it all. It's like I enjoy the prenup conversations, but like the I don't know. That it just, feels dark to me. It's dark. But like I'm just saying it's just like she's not as someone who used to love, 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 love her. She was my sleepy queen. I don't know. It just feels like something something's up. Well, I think I, I have a theory that a producer got in her ear and was like, wake up, baby. <laughs> we, we got a show to do. And the, the sleepy, the sleepy Robin doesn't, doesn't, isn't going to last forever. So you're right. But you know what? I mean, she did. Well, Sharice, I don't know if you saw, but Sharice on it. Twitter or Instagram or whatever is like dub- redoubling down on the fact that she didn't put hands on Robin to hold her back saying I was just telling my friend like don't do that I wasn't protecting Wendy from Robin which she might have not been I kind of get it but at the same time you physically did put your hands you did. Off. You like did your say, hands oh, were touching well, her stop that. right I don't think she was like holding her back from like fighting Wendy I just think like I kind of get it also, Wendy, Wendy antag- like antagonizes Robin. Like she tries to get shit out of Robin, <sighs> and vice versa. They just, when, they just hate each other. Yeah, they're it's both trying fun. really hard to stay on the show. They and are, Robin will win. I think Robin will win. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Robin is the winner in that. I think that I I don't know how how Robin has longevity on mm-hmm. this show, but I, I do not think Wendy does. Right, because we're invested in Robin. We're invested in her story and her kids and her family and Giselle. They're actually friends, IRL. Mm-hmm. So I think that I agree with you. I think that like Robin has longevity for many reasons, but Wendy's just I could see I we're early in the season, but I could see her just like not coming back or being asked to not come back. She would never not come back on her own accord. No, no, no. But we're also early. More things might unfold. But you know who I am loving this season? Miss Mia. (laughs) I die for her. (laughs) I die for the pathological liar. She's fucking hilarious. (laughs) She's one of the dumber people. 
that's ever been on television. I love it so. But see, the reason I love her, and I love Bravo for this, they were like, we got to keep her around because you know she's going to keep just lying about the weirdest <laughs> shit. And she keeps lying. See, and I just think forgetting. she. No, I just, I don't think she thinks she's lying. I think that she is a pathological liar where, like, the things that come out of her mouth just happen to come out of her mouth. Well, I think she remembers things. (laughs) I think she remembers things one way and then just stays that way. I love it. There's no way that she fucked on the beach with everybody watching and didn't do anything but a handstand. Everything she says is a lie. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's so funny. And I just love how they're all, what I love about it is like, they're all like, every time she like tells a story, they're all like, oh, okay. okay. (laughs) Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Oh boy. It's fun. Um, These girls, they keep me young. It is fun. But I, I, you know, I'm loving it, but I need it to pick up a little bit of steam. So I'm excited for this next episode with, Mm because the Chris stuff is not giving what Giselle wants it to give. Yeah. Because it's not, it's coming, it's not interesting to me because it's coming across to produce. Like, yeah. you know, it's not doing it. Well, Giselle constantly comes for people's marriages and their personal life in a way that, like, it's literally, she goes, if you look at the table, the only person she hasn't come for someone's marriage is Robin. Because mm-hmm. they've, like, they joke about it or whatever. But, like, literally every single person there, she, every single season has something to say about their, like, um, marriage and home life. It's crazy. Well, speaking of that, though, something that did bother me about Candace is, like, can we all just let go of the fact that Karen, like, Karen and Ray have been married forever. They're never going to get divorced. And who cares if both of them, like, I'm sure that they both have like gone out to dinner and had emotionally like fun relationships with other people. It's not that deep. And also if they get they're not like, cheating, right. They're like, and if, even if they are, exactly. they're probably not cheating under terms that are not within their marriage. Like right. it's clear that they have some sort of agreement that they're like wink, wink, nudge, nudging. And they're just, old. I mean, I'm like, they remind me of like relatives of ours where they're just like older, like, been married forever people that like you just always they're just they're a staple they will always be together mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if they fight it doesn't matter if there's this or that like and, like it just that's just them so i don't know why they care so much about trying to bring them down if i were karen just i would like, be let it go i would be so just kind of like why do you care like karen doesn't talk shit about any of their relationships no except okay. michael darby yeah. which is warranted right that fucking troll yeah um, well, let's pop over to SLC. Oh, shit. Was this first half such a joy to watch? She kind of slayed. Um, speaking of slayed, friend of the pod. Jerwin. Jerwin. We're mic'd. We're singing. We're on camera. It's all we're happening. We're wearing merch. I just love it. Um... Yeah, shout out, Jaren. You you nailed. There you, was you, you absolutely booked the choir, BB. Yeah, there was something so joyful to me about these women standing in the most bizarre Target parking lot. Yeah, parking lot, empty. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was probably a Tuesday afternoon, just based on how little people were out and about. 
Um, I think that's just Salt Lake City. I, I really want to know what space this was and like was it like a high school rental like I I just had a lot of questions about where they were same but I also want to I completely understand the desire to just have a choir with your friends it's just kind of lit yeah like once a week I'm like, that sounds kind of magical. Like, I get it. I get Heather's, like, Heather's desire for that. <laughs> like, can we just, like, and I am, I'm so deeply anti-organized religion, but if I could just open a book, open up a hymnal and sing Amazing Grace and, like, four-part harmony with a couple friends and then go to happy hour, that kind of sounds nice. That's literally what church is. <laughs> I know, but, like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be pushed no, beliefs on anyone. But I don't know. I just, there was so much joy. It really felt like the environment really felt like a um, Texas like community church where oddly there's these weird practice spaces and weird couches mm -hmm. in the corner. Oh, it completely is. Exactly. Like and then you go outside and you're in a Kroger parking lot. Like I, I, I felt that I was at there. Home. Yeah. You felt at home. I did. And what I didn't feel at home was <laughs> the yelling. But I, I do want to talk about the fact that I think Angie H was intoxicated. She, she's always intoxicated. Allegedly. <laughs> I, I think we, we got a real peek <laughs> behind the curtain when it was two o'clock and she was like tripping over the uh, martinis with Heather. I mean, here's I, the thing. I love a martini, but there is a time frame on that and you cannot have one before the hour of like 6 p.m. It was bananas. I just the how the whole fight between the Angies and then Jen right no, played wait, out. I gotta, I gotta know though, where are you at with Angie? Because like Which one? first of all, we didn't talk about last <laughs> week. The only one that matters. <laughs> Angie Harrington. Um Angie K is trying. Oh yeah, she, she's her chest she's really trying. Shoulders are I back, think, her chin is up. Um, she's ready. But I think that our, our girl, is it Dana or Dana? I think Dana. Dana, based on the preview, I think she is the winner in this, yes. in the end of it all. I think she may get a snowflake, but I don't yes. know about, I definitely don't think Angie H is getting a snowflake after what her husband has done. Why not? That is <laughs> such a bizarre thing it's such a, it's it's loser behavior. So it is loser behavior. I just want to say we're, we haven't talked about. We're talking. I, I want to talk about it though because we didn't talk about it last week's episode. We're talking very generic. If you didn't watch Salt Lake City this week, um, the loser. <laughs> well, you've made it to fifty-five minutes into this podcast. Uh, I think you're just talking to Dad at this point. Hey, Dad, <laughs> um, and Kayla. Kayla's listening for sure. Um, one of the losers. Um, of the of Salt Lake City, that's the Losers of Salt Lake City made a fucking troll account for Jen Shaw, but somehow then turned a troll account for um, what's her name, Lisa? No, 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 no. We're, we're revisiting like you explaining the rules to a board game. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was is that um, Angie Harrington's husband. And in the words of Jen Shaw, elf on a, fat elf on a shelf. She is <laughs> fucking t tough. 
tough. She's ready to. I she's ready laugh, to drag. But I, she's ready to drag anybody. She's got a. She's got one liners. She'll drag for, us. She'll drag I us if we so. say something. She has one liner. Digs and stabs at every single person in her life. Well, she can drag all of them on her way to the clank clank because that's where she'll be. Wait, what did Heather call but, the? She's in wait, a. Wait, 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 oh. So Angie's and what happened was Angie's husband wanted to get back at Lisa Barlow. So it was trying to create like a SL and houses of SLC account. And he claims that Barlow exposed was taken. So he picked Shaw exposed, but I think what actually happened was he just knew that the account called Shaw exposed would actually get traction because of everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't use it to trash Jen Shaw. He just used it to trash Lisa Barlow. But, Jen, of course, the narcissist that she is, uh, just made that as if it was this thing about like her, her family, character, her family and her name, family. and sadly, I want to be like Jen. You have done that to your family. <laughs> you have done some things to like slander your own family's name. So I, I actually what, think what, that what, what, what the calls the came from inside the house, you know, no. defrauding thousands of old people. I mean, mm. that's my thing. I'm like, if 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 we're gonna chat about like who's defaming people's character, you kind of did that to your you know, husband. And Heather um, brought up a good point of like, why is she getting so fucking pissed about this? not that pissed about her going to prison she's i think she is fully delusional yeah oh yeah i don't think she i i really don't think she believes she was doing anything wrong when she was Mm -hmm. doing it and i really think that she doesn't like think she'll go to prison well when you plead guilty which well this is all before that i know um but we get to the audition you know program and Lisa Barlow has a star turn. First of all, she looked fucking phenomenal. Yeah, she came. She came knowing. Knowing and what she was going to do. She sings down away in the manger. <laughs> she sounded fucking great. Something that is hilarious to me about this, and this is why we've never had anything like this on camera, is that, you know... I don't know how they get away with it on American Idol, to be honest with you, but you can't sing certain songs for a certain period of time on camera without paying any sort of royalties. So, mm-hmm. like, it's clear that they were, like, come prepared with, uh, you can either sing Amazing Grace, Oh Holy Night, or Away in a Manger. Like, it's like you had to pick one of those because they seconds. can't sing anything. Right. Right. For 10 seconds. Um. So, which it just made me laugh because I'm like, if... I feel like if Lisa Barlow really could sing something that she wanted to sing, I feel like she would have like delved into like um, Evanescence. I drove all night. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking more Celine Dion route. Um, it was quite literally hilarious. I think that I really don't think Heather expected her to come in those doors and sing. <laughs> and I she do. Didn't. And she. <laughs> but the thing is, that's so funny about it too. Is like. Lisa, what really took it seriously? Yeah, that's what I love about her. I think she is one. I I'm sorry. I really think she's one of the best housewives we we have right now. Okay. I think she's better than anyone on that franchise. Totally. I mean, Meredith was hardly in this fucking episode, but which I'm okay with. Yeah. 
What I, I, there was a quick moment that I, um, was my favorite moment of the episode is when Lisa comes out of the singing room and they're like, she's like, did you guys hear me sing? And they're like, oh my God. And then Angie, the boring one stands up and immediately (laughs) goes, I heard you sing. You sounded amazing. Okay. So Brian was Brian, not Brian from Family Karma. My Brian was watching the episode with me today and he was actually crying laughing when that happened because she that woman is so deeply obsessed with lisa barlow and wants to be on the show yeah i did Did i heard you sing you sounded great did we also catch when lisa barlow said in her confessional i am very important to god Not Listen. God is very important to me. She says, I am very important to God. But that's Mormonism, baby. So the more, the closer you is there, are. What does that mean? I don't know. I think, I think she's, a, I think she's crazy. And I don't think she really meant that. But like the more you get, like the deeper you are into Mormonism with like family and all these successes and gorgeousness and skinniness and beautifulness and whiteness, you get more planets. And then I'm serious. <laughs> I didn't understand that that's where you're going. You yeah. get more planets. And then once. <laughs> I love that episode. So then you get closer. You get more important. And that's real. That's real. You are more important to God and in religion. Like as you're a better Mormon, you get more important. Like in the afterlife. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I get that. But it's just it's but like just there's funny. tears. There's like you it's crazy oh, i know yeah and, and she'll never be on the tier with her husband because in the afterlife in the mormon religion men go to a different tier than their wives right that's why you have multiple wives so you can elevate their their tiers but you'll won't have to spend time with them in the afterlife because you'll get to just circle jerk on your own planet with other guys <laughs> i'm sorry it's a fucked up religion it really but is you're saying all of them are so um yeah i agree that's why i <laughs> back, see, see my previous comment about hating organized religion um no, but then, so, you know, the episode ends on this scene with this fight between Heather and Whitney, just continuing their their feud. And one of the more shocking, haunting moments of this episode and of their fight was when we panned, we did like a pan through Heather's home as Whitney walked in. And Heather has, they did like a tight close-up on Heather's fridge where she has a fo- a caricature of her season one promo on a greeting card with like a with like a line beneath it. You didn't see this? No. It revealed so much to me. This is like we've we've found the problem. Like we've found the crux of the issue here, Heather. Like it has gone to your head. <laughs> <laughs> like you have a caricature of your own Bravo Housewives moment on your fridge where your kids go to get their lunch every morning. You didn't see that. I can't believe you didn't see this. No, it was, I'm about to go I saw it and I was like, back. this is shocking. Like, can you imagine watching Roni and seeing Ramona Singer, like yes. open her fridge? I can't see Ramona doing it, but I could see Luann having like caricatures of herself all over her fridge. But like, this is a third season housewife of a new franchise. Like what? Are, what? Oh, what? I'm sad I'm, to be honest. I'm sad. Because... I, I know, but Heather's deliver Heather's delivery in general though to me in this fight is bad because she knows that she's in the wrong 
I can like I feel like she knows she's in the wrong and she can she doesn't want to say sorry and admit that she fucked up she just wants to like keep going in circles so then she can finally circle around the fact that she's like pissed at Whitney and Whitney did something I I am a diehard Whitney fan so I don't I get why Heather's upset about certain things, but also, like, she was a huge asshole to Whitney. It's complicated. I mean, I don't think Whitney is is operating in, like, the right mindset either. Like, I don't think she's navigating all of this the right way. Like, she's... Definitely. I think she's, she's on national television bit, talking about this but I th- horribly traumatic thing. Not that. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like... <laughs> I don't know why she is sabotaging her like relationship on camera with this woman over just an argument at a basketball game. Like the fight is not about what to what we understand. The fight has nothing to do with the, 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 the healing journey she's on, as she says. Um, but like she, she, the fight is about just a, this basketball dream drama and the Lisa Barlow and all this stuff. And it started just, with that, but it's no longer about that at all. No, I mean it's it's like on Vanderpump Rules. It's not about the pasta. Exactly. I mean, it's not about, it's not about the, the it's not about the jazz, the jazz flute. <laughs> <laughs> it's about you know, it's about Mormonism is what the fight yeah. is about. And I think the fight is about Mormonism, and the fight is about the show. Yeah, yeah. And Heather is really upset that Whitney is leaving the Mormon Church on camera before Heather got to do that for herself with her books. I will say it. I, we all saw it in that first episode. She looked so pissed, pissed off when she signed those papers. Yeah. And it's it's really a bummer. And it's kind of like, I know that's such like a silly word to describe this, something very serious that they're, that Winnie's going through, but it's, it's Mm -hmm. a bummer that like they can't figure this shit out because I don't think they've ever quite been, I don't think they'll ever come back from this. They're too deep at this point. And also with BravoCon, we know that they're still not over it. So it's like, we're at a point where it's like, uh, no, Jill Zarin. She was on a podcast this week saying, fuck her. Yeah, it's like very much Jill Zarin and Bethany of like seven years later, maybe they'll get lunch kind of thing. But what they need to do, though, is they need to rally because there's a show here and you're only on your third season. And, like, mm-hmm. we need both of you on the show again because we want to see some sort of resolution here. And they need to figure it out. I'm serious. One, for the sake of their relationship, but also if they both <laughs> want to continue their job on the show. Because, unfortunately, Lisa Barlow is a reigning queen of this pro- television program we're watching. Jen Shaw is about to be in the clank clank. And if the two of them are not willing to film together, we don't have a television program here. So they need to figure See, out what they I need don't to think, do. I think that both of them are willing to film together because they get the sh- like, especially with like how he- it's the Heather on her own fridge of it all. I think that they are like, no, let's continue to ruin this relationship on camera. Never going to Hattie <laughs> Television, you guys. <laughs> tough the only reality tv to go on is competition and that's why i always say i want to go on survivor because it doesn't ruin relationships no it's the game because then you leave the game the game's over period period 
Period. Uh, period. <laughs> period. Uh, period. Uh. I hate that bitch. Um, why? She's so I annoying. She's harmless. She's so annoying. But is she, she is the reason. She is the reason TikTok is awful. No, when I she's think... getting a record deal, I think above like actual like people trying to make music. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no, but the whole I just Heather. I want to root for both of them mm-hmm. because I want them to be together again, you know. But Heather is just it's, she's making it hard to root for her when she's so mean. And she's in fights with everybody. Like she's her and Jen are fighting now after this episode. Her and Lisa are fighting now. Well, they've been fighting. Whitney and her are fighting. Meredith is not on this show anymore. <laughs> like <laughs> Meredith is just like tickling Death's tame with her toenail. Yeah. <laughs> And talking about their son. That was so weird. They were talking about Brooks while she was like fingering him with her pinky toe. It's literally not like the bathtub skit is not funny. No, you know, you know, it's not. And I can't, I don't know how much more I can handle of her, to be honest with you. The bathtub or her in general? No, her. (laughs) I know, I'm kidding. Bathtubs but are gross. Again, so, Jen, what'd you say? I said bathtubs are gross, especially when you share it with someone, which I've never done. Because really? then you're just. When have I? No. I ain't a small girl. I can't fit in a bathtub with another person. <laughs> <laughs> there are multiple, there are a lot of different sizes of bathtubs. We had this conversation and you got so taken aback when I said I want a bathtub where I can lay flat in and then now all of a sudden there's multiple (laughs) sizes of bathtubs no but kicks the way you said it made it sound suicidal (laughs) you're like I want to be able to submerge my body yeah for a long enough no I did not say that it's just it's it's a no one it, the way you worded it was just funny because you were like I would like to fully lay down yeah and I'm like, I would <laughs> I'm not mean, a bath, tall I'm not a tall but, girl but I can't if I'm in a bathtub my feet go end to back so I either have to sit straight up which is weird I'm taller than you and I don't have that issue or I have to lay down and then my knees are out of the water. I, I don't know what to say, but there are definitely tubs that you could make this work in. Great. If anybody has a tub, um, <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> no, that's gross to me. <laughs> if anyone has a tub, I'm interested. Um, oh, well, this shit. has been a wonderful little Bravo and catch t- up. Was it about Bravo? Yeah, we talked so much about Bravo. We talked about, about the Brian, pasta. comedy. We talked about... Family drama. We talked about family karma, family drama. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, tell everyone where they can uh, follow you, Kix. Well, you can follow us <laughs> at Dumpster Dive Pod on Instagram to Dumpster Divas on TikTok. You can follow me on Instagram at Kix Hamlet. That's spelled C I X. And you can follow yep, Tom. And, oh, at uh, the Tom Hamlet on IG. So check that out. Yours. And uh, we'll be back next week with a Love is Blind whole season recap on monday and then a bravo recap on friday so make sure to check that out 
Toodaloo. Bye. Thank you.